Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the almost normal Nick Davey. Well, well, good evening. That's probably the most accurate nickname I think you've ever given me. <laughs> and your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Rivera. Hello. <laughs> you okay? I'm not too bad. Always good. I'm in a delightful I'm mood. Good. Sorry, I'm better than good. I'm number one. <laughs> Remind me that... I thought you were going to do the Joey from Friends that began, I am better than great. I am good. <laughs> <laughs> Still makes friends. I know it's I know it's very Marmite, but I've not watched it for years. It's just one of those things that whenever you just get in, you're just flicking through the channels, it's always on, and it just still does a, it serves its purpose every time. <laughs> Lance, you had a match at um, Preston City Wrestling? I did, against Jack Knudsen. Yes, I like him. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a good lad. He's a, go- he's a good, good worker. But Blanche Rivera wins again. Boo! Oh, shut up, Nicholas. Oh. I was doing the Bray Wyatt Funhouse noise back noise. I know, I know, I know, but... I'm number one and I won. Again, he is, he's, I feel like, what is my record since we're coming back? It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Uh, you've won at least two. Yeah, and I've only lost one. Yeah, and you had three matches. Lost two? I lost one, yeah. Yeah. Have you only wrestled Wrestle Island, Odyssey and PCW? Yeah, I believe so. That's 2-1, then, yeah. You can't touch me with a barge pole recently. I don't know what's going on. I'm looking forward to your match in two weeks. It's going to be fun. The Fatal 4 two weeks. It's a week on Sunday. It's two weeks. <laughs> it's a week, week on Sunday. On Sunday. Mm-hmm. My niece and nephew are both coming to their first ever wrestling show. So it's going to be fun. Oh, that's good. They get to see you win. <laughs> Big good match for you to win. It's just like... It'll be light work. It's light work for Lance Rivera. It's light work when you're number one. You just turn off and you win. I don't know much about the Zamora guy. He's good. Think, He's good. Yeah, I've heard good things. But um, Connor's undefeated since turning heel. And he's got a new uh, Super Lariat. Super Lariat? Yeah, he's winning this Lariat. All oh, right. So he's got a Super Lariat. I've got a Super Kick. So what happens if they meet in the middle? Whoa. Terry, Terry sits in the middle of you. Oh, no. Poor Terry. Oh, <laughs> shit to be Terry now. <laughs> Terry's just oh. turned face, so like, I have no clue who's going to win this match. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> That's going to be very heavy to Terry, Terry, is it? Because me and Connor are all right. We, we are. We are all right. I'm, I'm having words now. Mm. Having words, but <laughs> meet poor Terry in the middle and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> what What... What do you reckon is going to happen if it meets in the middle? Are we talking like we're breaking the timeline kind of thing? Like Doctor Strange, fixed point in time? Or he turns back heel. Just get oh, turn. imagine. <laughs> he comes back with his wavy hair and his white pants. <laughs> Gets hit in the middle, turns heel. What, what else could happen? What else could happen? The, the world could end. It's too super. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My but... just goes straight through and I beat the pair of them in one go. Um, we can't, we can't have it too violent because my little niece won't she's only four I'm going to put them away <laughs> but anyway we're here take to the review tables back, all out the tables back. and uh, if we keep talking we won't have time to do a full review <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much happened on this show <laughs> so much
This is True That, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Do you want to talk about the pre-show? I've not watched it. Anyone watch it? What about the pre-show? Um, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but to be fair, um, I'm pretty. I only did it because I didn't have the time to watch it, but it did sound like a very good match. Yes, I've the heard nothing but good things. The biggest return of the night happens. The butcher returned. So. <laughs> yeah, the biggest return of the night. That 100. What a guy. What a moment. <laughs> Headline stealer. Mm-hmm. Imagine being the guy who returns on this show on the pre-show. Out of everyone who turns up on this show, imagine being that guy. You just say like, shit. So the butcher returns and then he gets out the <laughs> by everyone. Poor guy. Could have saved it. Mm. <laughs> I would just have you return on the biggest show of the year. Mm. On the pre-show. Yeah, so the butcher returns, he gets out done by Suzuki, he gets out done by Ruby Riot, he gets out done by <laughs> Oh God. No one outdid Suzuki. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about Suzuki in a minute. We'll, we're gonna do it in order, full review. Hooray! Classic BBG. We haven't done it for a while. 12 o'clock tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so the show kicked off with the AEW TNT Championship, Miro versus Eddie Kingston. I'm all for this. Two tough guys beating the crap out of each other for 15 minutes. Uh, No complaints. No. Miro crushes. Yeah. And having him do a bit of a dirty finish means they can meet again down the road. Absolutely. I thought it was um. <laughs> no, I thought it was a brilliant open open match. You no, know, usually you always try to open the show with your sort of your speedy workers and whatnot. But um, no, um, it kind of threw me a bit when they when this was this was announced as the first match. But um, yeah, really great, especially given they've not had much build to it as well. It's only what been a a week, a couple of weeks or so, yeah, if, if that. So they've done really well to almost tell a story and. In, in in such a um, short space of time. But um no, I think um the crowd were obviously always going to be hot for the opening match, a Chicago crowd, Kingston's obviously always going to be very over. And um no, I I really enjoyed it. Um this is gonna be a, a theme because there was there wasn't there was every match I did really enjoy in its own different way. And um I, I'm really excited to see uh, these two go again. Maybe even in some sort of maybe this could even potentially main event the um if you do it for the title again, it could potentially main event the big show in a couple of weeks' time at, at, at the, at the, tennis, the cricket, tennis court. Yeah, I was about to say cricket then. Um, <laughs> not that is it, is, it, is it called Grand Slam? Is it called it's Grand called Grand Slam, Slam yeah. yeah. Grand Slam, yeah. yeah. So you, you could potentially have the title change or have a big title change and a big feel-good moment or whatnot. So Because um, I think everyone's, as much as I, love, I have loved Miro's run, I think we're all just quite desperate to see Kingston get some gold. Um yeah. But as I say, I mean, I wasn't, I've got no complaints about this at all because I was happy that because Miro's run's been very good. We've obviously seen him back to that brute rather than the, sort of the jokey Miro when he first joined AEW. So, no, really, really enjoyable start to the show. I, lo- I love the story of this match because Mrs. Miro's won the title. It's been smashing everyone. Do I think like its longest match has been like seven minutes. So the fact that he couldn't beat Kingston. Then he had to resort to the low blow. Kind of puts Kingston over even more because he couldn't, Nero couldn't beat him. How he, he's been like snow, uh, bulldozing over everyone. So, yeah, it kind of brings Eddie up to his level. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a great. And yeah, the way Eddie just focused on Nero's neck the whole match because he knew that was his weak point. 
it's a great, great, great opening because they only had a week to build or something. I thought they did a brilliant job. The whole story. Next, they had uh, John Moxley versus Kojima. Um, did, it, did, uh, did it take a bit away from this? Having two just such hard hitting matches back to back, did it lose a bit of impact on this match? You think? Yeah, I see what you mean. It, it did. Didn't. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It does. It does. Um, it had something missing, didn't it? Something. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Again, it was just mm. two tough, hard-hitting matches just smacking the crap out of each other for about 12 minutes. It wasn't a long match, 10 minutes. Yeah, Moxley. He did have a bigger match lined up with um, Tanahashi, which fell through, but he predictably won with a paradigm shift. But when he does his second paradigm shift, it kind of just looks like into a suplex style. <laughs> the big one. It looks more of a suplex than... Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like a brain bust anymore. It looks more like just doing a suplex. Yeah, but, yeah. It's a hard one to do. Mm. But I don't think you exactly. could ask more out of a 50-year-old Kojima. You know, a 12-minute, just smack the crap out of each other match. Mm. I was happy with it. I enjoyed it. It's just, it's just seemed a bit strange having like two very similar matches back-to-back to open the show. Well, yeah, I, again, you, you're absolutely right about it being sort of very similar back-to-back matches. But, no, really enjoyable and... Um, I think this match was always going to. Um, I, I, I was. I thought sort of in my preview, I was like, I think people's expectations for this. It could. I think people were sort of saying this is going to be match of the night, sort of guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. it, it was great. It really was. It was, and as you say, but it, it was quite similar to um, to the to the Miro Kingston match. But I don't think it really made a difference. As I say, I think it. I think the fact that Miro Kingston got the shot to such a good start. It kind of helped this match in a way, and it kept mm-hmm. the it kept the momentum high. Obviously, the correct winner, and um, and yeah, uh, obviously, I'll let you go on to what happened post match. Do you think it was just kind of just building to um, I can't say Japanese names, even though she's Minora, <laughs> Suzuki. Suzuki. I'll just say that. Yeah. So Suzuki showed up post Minoru Suzuki. Minora. Showed up. <laughs> He showed up post-match, we thought, I thought, oh, they're just going to have a stare-off, but no, they just start beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> and Suzuki, then Suzuki does, hit the... I thought they were just going to, yeah, then he, yeah. Planted in with the Gotch Power Driver to a huge pop from the crowd. And they're meeting, as this goes out on Wednesday, the meeting tonight on Dynamite. It's like homecoming for... Um, in Cincinnati. Moxley. Yeah. As soon as this happened, I was like, I called it straight away, um, saying this is going to be on Dynamite this weekend. Yeah, lo and behold, it is. Um, I think it'll probably main event Dynamite this weekend. Give her... Um, and obviously yeah, give Mox. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it will give it will give the, obviously a good home crowd pop as well. Crowd will be hot, I'm sure, for for this. Um, and usually, dynamite. The crowds are usually hot, regardless because of the product they're watching. Um, so, uh, but no, it'll be a really, yeah, really, really excited for this. Dynamite looks sick tomorrow. We got we got, we got um, Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes as well. And it's going to be the proper in-ring debut of Ruby Soho. So it's like... What about that? Rampa- you've got Ooh. Rampage as well. Rampage mm-hmm. looking great as well. Andrade versus Pac. So good yeah. week in store. Good week in store. 
But what about Brian Danielson? Is he going to turn up again? <laughs> we get into we'll that. that <laughs> I want to talk about it now. <laughs> um, next, we have the AW Women's Championship. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Uh, Chris Statlander's been undefeated all of 2021 against the company's top women. Um, but she still went into this as an underdog. It was a great moment. Orange Cassidy got a broke character and hyped her up on the outside to get her back into the ring. I thought that was a great moment. They, what, uh, they didn't call it a um, panorama. What's it called? A pan, the sunrise. They called it a Pittsburgh sunrise instead of a... Panama sunrise. Panama sunrise. A bit of a homage to like a Easter egg for what's happening later in the show type of thing. Yeah, so she hit the sunrise, then she hit the curve stomp, and then she did the lock jaw. Only 11 minutes for this match, though. So I thought that... It's quite uh, fun, isn't it? it. Especially yeah. since Chris Statlander is undefeated for the year. It's a bit... Yeah, so I've enjoyed it. I say, I'll put a, not a big rush to ever go watch it again, but I thought I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I was saying to a mate, and I, I think, I don't know whether I've got, I'm giving this too much credit, but I absolutely adored this match. And I'll go as far to say it's probably my favourite women's match since... Funny enough, Britt Baker's last match, well, last <laughs> match against Thunder Rosa in the in the um, in the Lights Out match. I, I really, really, really enjoyed this, and um, I, I don't know whether it's because I'm a bit, bit biased with Cassidy being at ringside. That's that's probably a bit, but I just really yeah. loved the, the chemistry between these two. Uh, I've been a huge fan of Chris Statlander's work since certainly since her return to the company from that mm. uh, arcade match. Um, yeah. I just thought. Yeah, I, I was just—I really, really adored this match from start to finish. At the ending, I thought it was superb, and you're absolutely right. Favorite part was Cassidy almost breaking character, like he taking it seriously almost because yeah. it was for someone else. Almost it was part of like it's doing it for a best friend, so to speak. So no, brilliant. Yeah, I just kind of think they've got they've got Britt Baker on this pedestal, like miles ahead of every other women's wrestler at the moment, and they do need to start building. They've done a brilliant job, Chris Statland, to build her up to us this level. But at no point did I ever think she was going to win, even though I did enjoy the match. But, I, I got a bit. I, you say that, and I did think there was still a couple of times, especially, especially with the kick out. So I was like, ooh, ooh, are we going <laughs> to potentially see a. Because I, I sensed, especially when we talk about title changes, usually they like to change at least one on a pay per view. And when yeah. we. We, we said last week, I think Kingston was the most obvious one to probably change a belt. When this happened, I was like, oh, okay. So definitely the Unbucks definitely aren't, aren't going to aren't going to lose. Obviously, against that later. But uh, I was like, oh, um, and Omega's definitely losing. So I was like, oh, okay. There was bits of me throughout this match going, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, so, but yeah. Sorry, I, I agree with that fully. Like, I never thought um, Chris Starlander would take the title. I, don't, I never thought she'd be the, the girl to do it. So... It just it just makes sense, doesn't it, really? And then, um, but it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. With obviously Ruby Soho turning up, and obviously mm-hmm. her now being the number one contender for the AEW. Well, say number one contender, she has a future AEW Women's Title shot. Yes, but I yeah. think that's the the most inter- I think that's the most interesting thing now to look forward to. It'll be interesting oh. to see where Chris Statlander goes from here, though. One thing I think with Chris Statlander as well, I think this match is kind of definitely almost confirmed her as I mean, I know the women's division we say it time and time again I, don't, I, I think almost it's coming which it shouldn't really be mentioning in our, but they're saying that, it, that the women's division wasn't booked well in the early days I think we've passed no. the point of that now and I think we can now we can now accept that they have got a good division there they are treating the women's division seriously um 
And you could argue that's all down to, well, big thanks to Britt Baker for almost being the sort of the, the icon of this division. And mm-hmm. But no, I think Statland has proven that she'll be main event. Thunder Rose is obviously main event ready. So no, I think this match not only served the purpose, but I think it also put Chris Statland to the next level. Because so I've certainly become a, a huge, huge fan. And this match, um, like I say, really, really, really enjoyed. And this was... Up, up until uh, a match coming up, this was my match of the night tem- <laughs> temporarily, and, and and again that proves that we're off to such a great start because the other two were, were outstanding as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. I think it's not just <laughs> the booking as well; they've got mm-hmm. some real talent as well now, like some real, real talent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they do. yeah, it's got if you have, Britt Baker, Chris Dantlander, Rio, Sheeta, Nyla Rose, um, Thunder Rosa. Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill, Jay Cargill, I think, is going to be a star. I think, I think, yeah, I think she's still got a couple of years of development, though. I think she, and the yeah. Ruby. Them seven, yeah. you can build a great division around them seven. You got Jamie as well. And then you've got like, Jamie Hayter on the outside. You've got um, the Bunny, who's great. Um, oh, got great cons, great high con team. Yeah, all these great. AJ uh, Lee coming who, soon. Who can, who can be? Do you think she's coming? No, no. <laughs> about, about a neck, but you never know. I just think they've got a, a great basis of a division there, and I think they've got great guys coming up. They've got another like five or six who could really do something special, I think. Hundred percent. Would it be mad though if AJ Lee turn up? Would that? Wouldn't that be mad? It, it would be great, and uh, and again, especially if the booking's done not almost like they've done with the men's of not just throwing someone straight into a title match what you need they, as long as they keep the point system then yeah I think she'll be a great asset to them and that's the that's the good thing about AD you can just be confident of someone coming in and not and then not, they're not cocking it up sort of thing I'd love AEW to try having a mid-card title in a women's division because nobody seems to do, do it ever so, so have a TNT women's championship and because you got this main event, and they they have they got a great group underneath that they could have something for them to fight over as well. <laughs> I wouldn't be against that whatsoever. Just, 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 yeah, I've been saying for ages that WWE need to do that. Just have one world champion and then a women's intercontinental title. I think the division would be amazing if they did that. But. You could even cross brand it as well potentially. Like if you if they're a bit worried about lack of talent, you could even. You could even um, cross brand it of Impact or certainly mm. with New Japan as well. So um, yeah, you could you could almost the first four is always to bring the the tag team division in. I was like, well, you haven't got yeah. tag teams, just bring in the car title. No, that's right. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, certainly AEW shouldn't be thinking about a women's tag team division because that wouldn't make sort of any sense at the moment. Um, oh. But um, but yeah, certainly going forward, um, a mid card could well be approached in, in a year or so's time. It would be cool. Because yeah, they've shown today, they had, well, how many women did they have on the show? 23? 23, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's still got a couple more on, or on Dark who haven't got on to Dynamite and stuff yet. So, but yeah. anyway, we'll get on to probably everyone's match of the night, I think. Yeah. So, AEW World Tag Team Championship cage match. Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. I was convinced Bucks were going to win this because the storyline's been telling me. Jurassic Express or Dark Order saying the titles, not the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> so yeah, I just... no, I thought this as well. I thought it was very strange. Absolutely. Uh, and how often do you get a genuine surprise shock mm. that you're happy about as well? Yeah. Really, really completely threw me. And I think it's rare these days in wrestling where you literally do open your mouth and you are a bit gobsmacked. And I, I really was because I watched the show about seeing any spoilers. Obviously, 
I knew, I knew, obviously you knew about rumours, but this completely and utterly threw me because this was probably this was probably the last belt I would expect to change hands if I'm honest. Um, so I was completely thrown when this happened, and yeah, easily a match of the night. I will just say it. It's not the best ever tag team match in AEW, but again, I think that's just the victim of their own success. I still think that Revolution match will just take some beating, but it's yeah. certainly my favourite tag team out of the, the the Young Bucks Lucha Bros collection, if you will. I love this match. I think it just it was so creative. I love the the, the train of all the pins. On yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> a throwback. That yeah. To uh, when he did it to Candice LeRae. Yeah. Oh my god. In uh, PWG. I love that Brett. Yeah. This is how Brandon Cutler, how proud he was that he got it over the cage in one throw. <laughs> 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 I thought he was going to catch it. I thought he was going to shoot it. Oh, not it. that stupid idiot. <laughs> he dropped it. He was gutted. I was like, what a throw. And then he, um, I think it was, was it Nick Jackson dropped it? And just like, yeah. Oh, not that idiot awesome. with the spray. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what? I was, as well, I love the cage. Yeah. Like the cage is so different to WWE's and it's so much higher. Yeah. I really, really like it. I completely agree with that a hundred percent. I was I don't know whether it's just because we're so used to the WWE cage, but uh I, I did really it because I, I, I remember saying this as well back and there was it Cody Wardlow. Um we're going back a while, yeah. That was the last cage it actually had, I think yeah, pre COVID talking, yeah. Did you make it a big deal as well? Make it, yeah, they've made yeah. It should, it should be an end of a feud or yeah. a proper proper reason to have it in AEW. It's a big deal for AEW to have a cage match. Well, this it definitely served the purpose, didn't it? But the idea was to keep um, was to keep the elite from interfering out. Uh, certainly did the job, um, <laughs> and I just it was just incredible, really, wasn't it? I mean, seeing Penta's blood. I mean, that was just. Like gr- gruesome. Oh, just, just, just see at the end where he was hugging his daughters. Then his daughters all walked out. Yeah, I saw they had blood all over there. They all had white tops on. It absolutely. Had someone else noticed that? I, I, yeah. I, yeah I, and one of them just had blood all down the side of her face. Like, oh. I hope Mummy took her to go and uh, yeah, certainly change her top or something. Because I don't think I'd want uh, my daughter <laughs> covered in blood for the rest of the show. <laughs> But his, his, his face looked. His face just looked gruesome. I don't know how oh, the way did, the, yeah. the mask ripped and the blood. It looked like his face had been ripped off. It just oh, looked mad. So, and again, cool, you though. don't really get that in wrestling, do you? Where you were sort of like, or you literally are like almost sort of almost fearing to stare at the screen. Almost, uh, it it really was. It really did feel like uncomfortable watch at times. And um, and I've, I've, the crowd as well brilliant throughout this match and the, the what you it just you, you just really don't get this these days with how invested they were in a match with with the generally like with the arsehole chance that the unbucks they, they really were pumped and like i say uh, sorry to sound not sorry to repeat myself but the just the general shock factor there was a genuine shock cheer pop it was just it was just beautifully told this it really was from from as i say the crowd losing their crap about how much they hate the unbucks to a, a genuine just happy pop it was it was brilliant it's how much of an arsehole Nick Jackson looked as well because he cut he died his yeah. <laughs> mustache um, blonde like um like a like a bad version of a um NX, NWO Hogan but it just looked terrible. Oh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, and I've still got a lot of time for the. I think it was the Good Brothers still wearing their Elite Squad's um mm-hmm. basketball shirts, so um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw that from the um Mr. Caddis's suit as well. <laughs> 
Word on that. Beautiful suit. Pink shoes on as well with like a brown leather strap across them. Like, like, real, so real men don't get fired. Real men. <laughs> Sorry, real men get fired. They don't quit. <laughs> but yeah, and it, this is only 22 minutes long. Was, was so much happened in them 22 minutes. And, and it was booked so differently to um, tornado tags in WWE where it's like somebody gets thrown to the side and they do all this double team for a bit and then somebody else gets thrown to the side and they do a double, double team for a bit it's just oh, would it's you so say question for both of you match of the year oh it's up, it's up there with Walter and Champa or yeah. Dragunov Drag, Dragunov Drag. it's hard to say at the moment though because especially with all this talent coming in you're like well what's going to happen next next that's <laughs> it and well, these tag teams, it's almost like they're in a rival of themselves of how, trying to outdo each other in these tag teams. As I say, I think for my tag team, it will always be difficult to beat that revolution match. Um, I suppose, though, it takes it was all about personal choice. I mean, I've seen some people say, no, this was 100% the best because it had that little bit more kind of gruesome factor to it, uh, a little bit more general hatred that's towards you, the yeah, element. That's what you want out of it. You just want a pure yeah. spot fest. This is what you would love if you want a, 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 a great tag team match. Yeah, it's a revolution one, but yeah. Well, more of the, more of the story. But professional wrestling is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't let Isaac watch this much. I thought it was a bit too bloody for a six-year-old. A bit too. I know he'd love it. I think that's fair enough. Mind As you, child, I, mm-hmm. I watched the uh, 2005 Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. where John Cena was bleeding all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, why, that's why me and you are so messed up, Lance. <laughs> as a child, I also watched the I Quit match between Mick Foley and The Rock. Mm-hmm. I saw Kane take his mask off, and I think I had nightmares for like, the next two <laughs> nights. <laughs> Maybe I was just dead hard as a kid. What, what's this about? I hope our parents aren't listening to this because they might think, oh, yeah, they're uh, yeah, are they trying to are they trying to make a dig at us. And <laughs> I'd say, when, when fair, I was I'm that, it was World of Sport and. 80s WWE, so there was no blood, there was hardly any weapons. Just good old professional wrestling. Poor yeah, he's only, he's, only, he's, only, he's only watched from the Casino Battle Royale onwards so far. Not least to go up. I watched Mick Foley versus Edge. <laughs> oh my god. I remember watching that in my bedroom when I got my DVD. I must have been about six. <laughs> oh, no, it was seven. And it was that moment <laughs> you knew you wanted to be a wrestler. It was April 2006, wasn't it? So I was still six. Wow, yeah. making you're making Chris angry. I think talking about that. Come on, Chris. <laughs> trying to work out how old I was at that time. I was probably twenty-five. I think I must have been twelve or thirteen. No, twelve. I think for two thousand six. This is yeah. this is my last. This is my last podcast in my thirties. Oh, I'm forty oh. on Thursday. So. <laughs> Just put your drum back in now. Or... <laughs> This to quote Todd no Christian as Matt Stryker, this moment has just become instantly classic. <laughs> He's getting old. He's getting old. Old enough to be my dad, I think. Daddy. Definitely old enough to be Lance's dad. Daddy Chris. <laughs> Me's probably a bit of a step too far, actually. Hello, my name's Simon Hill, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Wrestling. This is one of the best podcasts around. Don't miss it. <laughs> All right, so how much of the Casino Battle Royale do you want to get into? I followed the matches a bit near until the Joker kind of came in. I see a lot of people criticise this match type. I'm a big fan. I really enjoy a Battle Royale on these. I think it's I, think just, I like it. Like. It's got better. As, I think the, form, the way the, 
the format was so messy, and I've, I've got used to it. And I like the way the, the big, the biggest star of the groups came out first, and they kind of yeah. focused on that. Person. I always think it's yeah. a bit complicated. It is a bit. Yeah, yeah I see but, a lot of people criticise it, saying they just don't like the um the whole concept. But I think one, it's different, and two, I think it's a good way of getting your stars on. And the fact they change it up a bit, like one time they do a tag team one, they didn't do a men's one, then they do a women's one. I think it's um. I think it's great doing it for AM show, and it's just a simple way to get a number one contender as well. And it's also a good way of introducing a well, in this case, a new star. Yeah, so yeah I, said, I, I enjoyed it from really when Ruby came in because like Sheeta and Rhea were just eliminated with no pomp and circumstance; they just eliminated them. Like two like first like, women's champions, they could have got it to the end, just getting thrown out. The the commentators didn't even see Rhea get thrown out. They're like, oh, she got over under the ring. <laughs> Must have gone no, under the road. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. But I said, I, I really enjoyed it from when Ruby Wright came in. I think she could have done a bit more on f- being on fire. I think she got a few hits in and then got started getting beat down. <laughs> so, I'm on fire. What did you think of? What do you think of a new name for what? It's got to get a bit of getting used to. Yeah, I think it's annoying that she doesn't have the rights to Ruby Wright because that was just quite a cool name. But yeah, no, I think it'll take a bit of getting used to, but I'm I'm really happy though with how already they've they've made what her look. It, what was their pre WWE name? Was it something Lovelace? Was it, was it Heidi Lovelace? Ruby Lovelace could have worked. Heidi Lovelace. Heidi Lovelace. Yes. And it was Ruby Riot like with one T and Ruby Riot with two T's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think keeping Ruby's quite a smart move to the fans that are sort of mm. cross cross brand. I think. That way, people can still know oh, it's Ruby promotion. Ryan. Yeah, for those fans that still, well, the fans that obviously who are sort of slowly coming from WWE over to AEW, at least then introduce her. And I think as well, with one thing with the women's sort of division out there, you haven't really, like we've seen with the men's, obviously all these top free agent stars, women's, there's there's not really too many women star free agents. Like we're talking mega stars, like, I don't know, like Sasha Banks, Bailey's, Becky Lynch's sort of thing. So there's not too yeah. many of them knocking around on a, on a free. So I think the fact they've brought free. in, yeah, making it sound <laughs> a bit <laughs> To make it, like, I think with, with Ruby, like, uh, yeah, it's intelligent. Make broader straight in and make her as a main event star. I know we didn't see that as well as we should have done in WWE. Obviously that's a different subject, but um, I think they've done it really correctly straight away. They've almost sort of faked it in a way that making it. Did you say? Like, did you see the press conference afterwards? She's like, "I've never heard it. the crowd sing my name before." I think that's the bit she got a bit I took her back. Oh, it was quite a nice moment. Uh, I did love the hair versus from the Rose. I think that could be a great feud if they wanted to do a non-title feud. That could be a fun one going forward. If they want, if they wanted to turn Ruby heel, no, 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 no. <laughs> the bit I was most pissed off was because Kerry Hogan's one of my favourites, and she came in, basically got thrown out straight away. I was like, oh, just sign this woman, and she's in and out. I was like, yeah, I, I was, I was hoping for a better showing from her. Must have, only because I've been a huge fan of her work as Fire and Flavor and Impact. So, yeah. um, yeah, but I mean, and that was, I mean, you could, they're always very hard to sort of, if you're saying this about everyone, then we're not going to get anywhere really. But I, I must admit for her in particular, it would have been nice just to have a, have a little bit more of a showing, but battle rows, they are generally quite hard to, unless you're booking up to see the winner, they are quite difficult to, to yeah. book. Yeah. I heard the Chicago crowd, the bullshit when the, um, 
Blue Sky got thrown out. Within, yeah. They made a big, big deal about well, but this local girl in first half. <laughs> in a minute. I was like, oh. Well, what do you expect? That's, that's usually the way it goes. Uh, well, you say that. Funny enough, I've heard that on a podcast. Before, so no, that's just the way it goes. People, hometowns, home heroes getting buried. But that shouldn't be the way it goes. Obviously, we've, we've come to expect that because of, obviously, another promotion. But I think with this one and this time, yeah, it maybe should have been over, but I think it made Bunny look like that bit more of a heel. So The thing is, though, they're not signed. They're not, mm. they're not under contract. What's the point in just, like, watering down the people you have got signed for someone you may never use again? Yeah. It's, it's difficult with Battle Royals, as I say. It, it is. And I don't think maybe it might have caught Khan out. Well, a few of them, she was actually that over. It might have caught a few of them maybe. out. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, but you don't want you don't want to start having her eliminating people left, right, and centre or something like that because you're watering down your own product then for someone that isn't signed. Yeah, they might they might be over in the crowd moment, but you may look at them and say, "Well, there's no place for you on the roster." Mm, maybe I just thought they made a huge deal out of it, and she was gone in a minute. <laughs> so it's just... mm. I think that's the only bit the crowd booed all night. So. But. Anyway, we'll move on. So, uh, do you think so Ruby's going to challenge now. at um, the Grand Slam then? I imagine so, or the one after that. Yeah. Yeah, usually when they win the Battle Royals, it doesn't usually, they don't drag it out um, until the next pay-per-view in this case. Mind you, this case only a couple of months away. Um, okay, yeah, and it's yeah. on a Saturday as well. Yes. That's what we like um, Mind you, I'll put it at football the next day. Uh, well, I have to, go and, have to go and water the pitch, <laughs> get it called know. off. <laughs> or, okay, um, uh, it's in November. 13th, I think. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I think, <laughs> I, I think usually with the, um, with the, as you say, they don't usually drag it out to the next pay per view. So I'm, I no. suspect, yeah, the most obvious one will probably be, um, uh, Grand Slam, but unless they do another dynamite show in October, well, a dynamite special in October, then. Um, potentially then but yeah I think it will be a, yeah probably in two weeks time Chris Jericho versus MJF if Jericho loses he is out of can't wrestle in AEW ever again I like the you answer honestly I, I thought Chris was going to lose I don't know why I just, <laughs> I, just, I, I just had the feeling that he was going to put over MJF and he, that was going to be a bit of a swan song you know like that Undertaker Brock Lesnar moment mm. I, I, I was I was thinking that, and then I thought, does he want to retire now when they've just brought in Punk and Brian and Chris and Adam Cole and all these dream matches that he could have? Well, he's already <laughs> so, done it all, hasn't he? My, 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 my feeling not, was... Not on AEW. No, that's it. My feeling was, all the signs... We said this last week, didn't we, Chris? All the signs were pointing towards... Uh, Jericho losing and retiring. I mean, with that, with the labours of Jericho, it all felt like a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. It all felt like all the signs were pointing to Jericho retiring. My heart was thinking, oh no, but he surely just loves coming out to Judas too much. He just loves it all. <laughs> he doesn't want to stop. I'm just saying, I'm sure that entrance worked a lot better in the arena. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It might have just been the video I was watching it on, but the guitar didn't come through very well. On the video I watched, so I'm what sure. What you stream were you watching, Chris? <laughs> it is the best entrance <laughs> in in wrestling at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. It Embraced by the darkness, by losing the light. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys. Everyone I ever loved and pushed them all away. Come on, all together. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I, I thought they could, the way they did it with him counting the free whilst his foot was on the rope, he could have gone for a couple of weeks and just came back and then he goes, I beat you, I beat you, I beat you. And then they showed the video again. And he's been reinstated because and they've got one more match. Or... You don't want to drag it out forever, really. Yeah, that's the, I, I, see, this was the only minor bit of criticism I've got. I mean, if we're going to start doing this where where referees come down and interrupt, then we could we could the list could just go on and on and on. And that's including yeah, that's AW. Champion, we? Well, that's what they were saying, yeah, because last year and at all out, funny enough, when Moxley hit the the, the move that was banned. So um, the paradigm shift. I, I just think, yeah, maybe you. I mean, I get the finish with having the rope, obviously getting the crowd gutted, and then taking it. I, I think maybe you just could have just had Aubrey Edwards like turn around quickly and just go, oh crap. Mm. Um, then she could ask, even if she asked for a replay, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. <laughs> uh, I think could have worked, but but yeah, it, it is what it is. It served its purpose, and yeah, I think it was a good match. Um, but yeah, I think. I think the story. I think the the feud has been better than the matches. I think with this, yeah. um, my personal, I'd say it was still a really, really enjoyable match. Don't get me wrong. As I say, I mean, every match I've loved in its own different way, and I've really enjoyed this in its own different way. And it, yeah, it's been a really, really great feud. And and to be fair, I think with like we say, I, I still think we've probably not done in terms of pinnacle versus. Um, so it'd be interesting where it goes from here. It's- Another landing store. Well, I would happily well, see. They, the, well, I mean, I, they kind of kept kept them like the pinnacle and in a circle apart for weeks and weeks and weeks until Wardlow and Jake Hager started fighting in the crowd when they came. Yeah. I think that's the it's first interaction. Mm. Yeah, I was I thought then we were going to see Sean Spears come out. Then I thought we were going to see. Yeah. <laughs> How many players? Not just we got mm. sure got dumped off a hell in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they'll probably break away for a while but there's no reason why they can't revisit these two going at yeah, it again in, in in the future I, I think but I think for now maybe yeah I think, I think that's the finish it's got to be the finish he put his career on the line that, that, that's it I think the, yeah. these two it certainly is I think Jericho and then MJF um, but yeah, then I suppose yeah you, well, I'm thinking more about maybe potentially um, FTR might might continue the feud with um, with LAX um, so I think you might Get a few. I imagine sort of. they'll be going for the title soon. I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I don't yeah, know, but I think yeah. it was um, yeah, very enjoyable. But what I, from a personal point, of view, I think, well, from all of us' point of view, potentially, yeah, I'm just happy that when they do eventually come to England, that we still will hopefully hear Judas. So yes, Everyone the and push them all away. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> move it on, Chris. Move it on. <laughs> if we if we do a broken but glorious trip to CAEW or something, and I'm there going, come on, guys, get in there. <laughs> I'll sing um, along in the crowd. I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be drunk then. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have another sing along now because next was CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Uh, CM Punk. <laughs> What do you CM see? Punk wear long tights. Looked a bit off. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't expect to see. It took me, it took me a while to get 
used to it. I, thought, I was thinking, what's under his pants? Didn't have yeah, I'm, not, pants. I'm not one to take digs at Arfield because I feel like he'll take a big back at us and it would hurt if he did that. But I don't like him at all. He looked like he's wearing trackies. Yeah, it could be one of the things I just get used to. It was like when um, Chris Jericho went from pants to t- uh, to trunks. It took me a while to get used to that. Mm. I'm sure. I'm but sure, it looks I'm like sure. AJ's gone down the local market and got him some Adidas. <laughs> Adidas I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will click on there. I, I do know what you're saying, it, but it did take me a, a few minutes or a few. Yeah, a bit of the match to get into, but yeah. It doubly shocked me because I thought he was going to be wearing shorts. You thought he was going to do, do like a Lesnar? Well, oh, definitely yeah. R- R-O-H. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was like pro- proper, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to bring back the shorts. He, he mentioned that on the um, Cole Cabana podcast, didn't he, that he wanted to wear Cole shorts? Cole Cabana. Mm-hmm. They kept offering him sponsorships for, like, for fight shorts, but he didn't wear them. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it on there, so that people were trying to sponsor him. So <laughs> he was like, said to Vince, oh, can I do this and have sponsors on the shorts and he said no <laughs> independent contractor <laughs> hmm. yeah but I, I think I, 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 I did really enjoy this match I think, I think they did a great job of putting Punk in the veteran role against Darby Allen and he, he did all his great stuff uh, people are comparing it to the Bret Hart 1-2-3 kid match from like 1994 I think there was a sub some similarities in it, yeah. I thought, yeah, I enjoyed this match. Thought it was, I'm sure. It was uh, six. I thought it was sixteen minutes. It was quite. I was thinking ten max. If you have mm. messed with seven years, but he did seem a bit cast by Well, he looked knackered on on uh, rampage even when he was getting physical. So mm. I, I, I was a bit. I was worried about going into it. There was always that. I was that hint of worry, but. Um, no, I think I mean this was always going to be so difficult, wasn't it? CM Punk. Everyone's been talking mm-hmm. about this since 2014 when he yeah. when he left the door. Well, his return, his return match, blah, blah, blah. It was always going to be, regardless of what happened. There was always going. It was never going to be perfect. I mean, we can all just agree on that. But yeah, I thought it was absolutely well, fine, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love the bit where he went for the coffin drop and then mm. just sat. I thought that was my favorite bit. I thought. <laughs> I thought it was really cool when he, um, was a bit of pins in and then he has him on his shoulder and he, like, stands up with him. I was saying this to someone new, but I can't remember. It was that he was going to be the big man in the match and I thought, this is quite interesting. Yeah. Because traditionally, he was always the smaller guy. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was dead interesting that he, he was the big one. Yeah. But, but the next question is, where does he go from here? Seems to be my running question tonight. Yeah. It's a, it's a, t- I, I was thinking this, I mean, there's obviously. I mean, the one everyone's going to obviously say is Omega, but no, I mean, that's, that's taken, isn't it? Now, well, I, I, yeah, it's all it's all a bit. It's no, all tough. That. I, I well, think I don't know. Could could they, if they bring in these trios title, could Sting, Darby Allen, CM Punk do a trio thing for a bit and just have dream matches against all the up and coming guys? No, yeah, because he seems to be having a bit of a thing with um with the top flight um at the moment but uh, who knows I mean the good thing is with this it's uh, I don't know that's then that's quite exciting he's there he's there he's there he's there for years he's sounding not he's not there for just one year he's there for years so you don't have to rush him into a title thing you can just do the best of punk against all the I know but I'd like like one match on his own before 
But you can do the opposite with Daniel Bryan because he he wants to just do great, come here and do great matches. So you can put him in a match with MA, he gets a bit straight away, and then he doesn't really care where he is on the card. Then he just wants to have a bit, come in and do great matches, like you said. That I think, yeah, yeah. But it's just a punk. I don't want to see him in the tag team just yet. I want to, yeah, just give it a few weeks of it. Well, I'm with, sure they'll with, find... the, with this roster, it is very in a new Japan faction based. So you can just I know, but I don't want to see him in a trio. What if, if, the, what if the trio final was CM Punk, Sting, and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks and Adam Cole? That would be insane. It would be. I I, I don't want to see him in a tri- I don't want to see him in a tag yet. I, I but then the thing is, it's difficult putting him in a singles match at the moment, only because you, who's going to? Because he'll probably go over Punk, but then who do you, who do you put him in? Who do you put him against at the moment? Because I was thinking. Uh, Malachi Black could be a good shout, but then, Ooh. I sp- Ooh. but then I suppose though, then then that isn't that going to kill his momentum by if he goes and loses to Punk? Um, you don't you? I mean, you can bounce it back and forth. You don't. I mean, you could, uh, you could certainly do it. MJF's another one, but then can he? Do you really want to see him lose another pay per view match? Him, yeah, he can't have him lose again. Uh, so the, I mean, the list kind of goes on, really, doesn't it? Punk's going to have to lose eventually. Exactly. Cool. So, and you say if he doesn't, if he does lose the next paper, it's not disastrous because he's still CM Punk at the end of the day. And anything it just puts the other guy over, whoever. It's. T- I think it needs to be done carefully his next feud because, as I say, you don't want to oh, kill anyone's yeah. momentum. Also, you don't want to give another defeat to someone. Say like, I, 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 I'm yeah. using him as, a, as yeah. an example, MJF, just as as, as a random example because he's eaten. Well, he hasn't won a pay per view match this year. Yeah. So, so you, you can't you can't have him lose again on pay per view. So we think that that's ruled out. But you can't you can't have him lose until Cody comes back because I'm sure like, Cody's going to beat him. Mm. Cody has to give him his first defeat based mm. on yeah. the story. So um, Pack maybe that could be quite a good. That'd be interesting. Hangman Adam Page. I'm thinking think that's that's going to be later down, down the line. line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think when um, starts calling him alcoholic. Yeah, do do the alcoholic thing when he's champion and have Punk as the first opponent. Um, he can do yeah, straight edge first up. Paul White versus QT Marshall happens. He won for the choke slam. Well, it's the Paul White. Uh, I thought this was just completely pointless. Um, I mean... If it served a purpose of getting the fans who from the WWE that did used to love him back in the day over and it's gotten to buy the show, then, yep, great, <laughs> it's done the job there. Um, and I suppose it's probably served its purpose for those that are in you attendance. Just have a three-minute a three match. We'll just have Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes here. Or even Lee Johnson. Just, yeah, kill, kill Lee Johnson in three minutes with your Malachi back. Or, yeah, or even Dustin just just for a squash. But, yeah, this just... all alone. It just didn't make any sense. I mean, if it, if it's got viewers in from 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 fans back in the day who do like his work or have always been a big fan, then great. Um, but he had a cool T-shirt back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> and and as I say, for the fans, I'm sure the fans in attendance were probably grateful to have their go for a toilet or go and grab a pint or mm-hmm. something to eat. That was a big show. So yeah, <laughs> everyone's so harsh on him. 
people like chanting at him in the UK, like, please retire. I remember, I didn't go to that Raw show, but, um, yeah, apparently... Um, I was fuming. Yeah, apparently it was, uh, apparently, yeah, off, apparently off camera it was, um, eat a salad, you fat bastard as well. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Listen to what I mean, he gets so much abuse, and it's like, wow. Well, that's, that's what caused a massive row online between sort of American fans and um, England fans, because American fans were saying, oh, the UK fans are, are so disrespectful and crap. Um, because I think they were getting a bit jealous that the atmosphere is always better when it comes oh, to the UK, okay. and we always ta- we always take over WrestleMania and create the better atmosphere. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was like in New Orleans because I was there. Look at football. Look at their football fans. Look at their. I know they tried to bring chants and stuff into the MLS, and it just didn't work. Americans and win. And win! Shut up! I've been doing that over here. Should we move on to the main event? The main event of the evening brought to you by Burger King. AW <laughs> World Championship Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. I, I preferred the Rampage match. I thought it was better than this match. But I but then this one had was saved by had some good big spots in it. I think the double stomp on the table, so on where they put the table, the table like the yeah, and then him spearing him through the table onto the table. There's, there's some cool spots in it, but I, I thought it's just such good work. The rampage match was better. Yeah, well, it, was so, it was good. Yeah, I, I really really enjoyed this. Um, I, mm-hmm. I I I think I, I loved the rampage match as well. Don't get me wrong, but no, I think this was. This was this was great. Um, I think, um, as I say, I think especially given how difficult this was always going to be, following what has been so far. I mean, bar the big show match. I mean, every match I adored in its own different way. This was always going to be so difficult to main event, and I thought they could. I think, I think it's so difficult to main event because everybody wanted it to be the Adam Page's coronation. Mm, exactly. So that's what everyone kind of had their expectations for. It's what we all wanted. I'm sure it's probably where AW wanted to go. Uh, yeah. I think as well, people were probably already accepting that the, already out, the outcome of this that Omega's going to win. Um, but no, I as a side. The thing I is, thought, though, if you if you made it the inauguration of Adam Page, we would not have got the moment afterwards. No, no, definitely. We might have got we might have got one of them, but yeah, probably like not. Proper, no, I don't even think we would get. I don't think we get one because it'd be like that proper um, Lex Luger putting on shoulders. Let's get the balloons out moment. Yeah, I'd, yeah, probably. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a. Oh, oh done it! Oh, Adam Cole! Oh wait, other guy! It'd, it'd be too. Much, <laughs> that's what it'd be. It'd be like it'd either either it'd be like oh my god, it's Adam Cole. Oh my god, it's Brian Danielson. Mm. Or it'd be. Page one, oh yeah, one guy turned up, kicked him in the face, then Brian Danielson turned up. Or, yeah. oh my God, do you remember when those two appeared on AEW? I can't remember what happened beforehand. Oh yeah, it was that title change that happened. Something would get lost. Definitely. And yeah, don't want any of it to get lost. Yeah, so the finish came when there were shenanigans with Don Callis and some of the elite boys. Shenanigans. Uh, yes, led to Christian fighting them off. Then going up to do a top rope kill switch, Kenny blocked it and then hit his own avalanche, one winged angel off the top rope. Oh. So yeah, so, so it did take a, a top, an avalanche 
one winged angels and beat Christian, so Christian doesn't look weak at all. He's he's carried because he's been undefeated since he debuted. So yeah, he had to like go to like do a super move to beat him. He so, I, I, did, I did enjoy this. I just I was a bit yeah. I thought it was four hours is a bit long. So again, I was being a bit a bit. And then have you got anything else do you want to say, talk about the match or do you want to get post match? Oh. I think yeah, no. I think during the match covered most. As I say, really really enjoyable. But yeah. Post match, yeah. So yeah, as I was saying, four four hours in, I was getting a bit tired. <laughs> so, and then post match, Young Bucks hit the ring with the bigger lead beat down. Then Adam Cole. Oh you know, no, no. Uh, Dracus Express yeah. came out. Try this. Yes, there you go. There you go. Got save. Um, Omega got on the mic. Said nobody, uh, nobody can beat him. Only people, very people who could beat him are even retired or dead. And. Uh, Admiral Cole came out. Looked like they were going to do a big showdown. Adam Cole, baby. baby. I've already been, or just for the record, already been browsing his shirts on AEW's website. Yes. There's one I'm, I'm very close to purchasing, but I just can't justify it at the moment. That, that, that tune I'm... must be so close to copyright on the Undisputed Era theme. Yeah. It must, it must have just the amount, price amount of keys changed. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Came down, huge pop. Looked like he was going to take on Kenny. That's the next feud. And then super kicks, sweet jungle boy. In the face. Joined the elite buddies. Took the fir- Mike said he had a story to tell, basically saying. This is my best friends, of course, I'm going to join them. And then, yeah, carried on the beat down. And then, Flights to the Valkyries for a little bit came on. <laughs> and I'm sure for months we're going to call him Brian Danson and Daniel Bryan. It's going to take a while for our brains to <laughs> go back Brian, to it. <laughs> I think um, I'm pretty sure JR already accidentally did it by mistake. He called, um, he called Ruby, Ruby Ryan. No, that was it. No, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. The Ruby side. Ignore me. That was. Yeah. I knew. I knew he did yeah. one cock up. Um, he didn't. Yeah. yeah he, he definitely called Brian Daniel for the watch it enough times. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and he, he, he called. He called uh, Paul White the Big Show. He called. <laughs> big Show. To be fair. No, he, he made he a state. You cleared house. End of the show. <sighs> Best dance of a pay you ever. hundred percent, yeah. And I would go as far to say this is, yeah, it was a hundred percent the best. What it was about WrestleMania I, I think this is my favorite wrestling show since wrestling. No, I've, 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 I've over. I've, I'm finally gonna put that to bed now. Exclusively selfish about the ending of the show. Yeah. This could be a show within itself. To be fair, what's the best ending to a wrestling show ever? Just yes. beautiful booking, and the fact that oh, I don't know, just the fact that there was so many bodies getting involved as well. I think it just really helped the fact that, yeah, and, and there's, there is, there's the arguments that they should to get more the most out of it. They should have spaced all these debuts out, but I love the fact that they're all in the show and it's just so fun. And we everyone's going to remember it. We don't care. We don't need to spread it out. But, well, but, I think but, once but, you but. brought Cole out as a heel, I think. I think yeah, you kind of had to then bring out Brian. If you want, if you want him to get booed, the only way is to bring up Brian. Yeah, exactly. And you see, Brian was 
he, he didn't do the yes things. He just had his hands out to the side of him. <laughs> well, it, well, the crowd just did not, the yes. Oh, the crowd will do the yeses. Yeah. In the words of Daniel Bryan, I don't know what's mm-hmm. next for this guy. He can't even beat rookies. But there's this guy on the independent <laughs> team. Some say he was the best wrestler in the world. He is just... What, we don't know what's next for Daniel Bryan. But Bryan Danielson, oh, who knows? Oh, in circles! He, I'm so excited. I mean, oh, he's going to do bits. I can't wait. He's going to end up a ring post. If I'm honest, I was probably more excited for for um for Cole coming out, but I think it shouldn't really be a competition because they're both just amazing talent. But I'm just so excited to see their their work. And this is the one spoiler I saw. I saw that these two debuted. I was like. Oh. Uh, I, so the whole show, mate. I was, I was waiting. I knew, I, I thought that Daniel Brown came out at the end, but the whole show, I was going, when's Cole going to come out? So I didn't know when they came out, I just saw that they debuted. So, Right, do you know what's next? Do you know what the answer mm-hmm. is to do next? It's to go and get Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> I, I think with where they, where they go now he is... He can still wrestle. He can still wrestle, trust me. I would actually... Doesn't he, doesn't he have hepatitis? That's why he doesn't wrestle. Mm. No, he's cleared of hepatitis, I believe. Uh, see? All right. I, I think so. what you what you could get before... We're talking about Brian Omega, and I think to, to avoid that, because I don't want to see wrestlers... I, I want them to keep to their point system. Um, mm-hmm. And especially a page is sort of still going to be in the title. You could get away with doing Brian versus... Well, Danielson versus Cole at full gear, potentially. Uh, you could have a, a feud there. And I think we, I think that would be... I mean that would be great because I know then the difficulty there is oh hang on but then someone only one of them can go over um, sorry I don't mind but I don't think it would matter a great deal to an extent um, especially if you're playing the long game with well, with the pair of them so I think in fact they're such big names that I don't think a defeat against one another would really be that harmful just give me nice things do you know what I mean do you think it's going to be the Super Elite versus the Jurassic Express Christian and Daniel Bryan in like a their own little faction thing against each other. That's... They looked like there was going to be a um, a hint to that at the end with them all embracing at the end. And judging by sort of some of the stuff I've seen on well, just AEW sort of tweets and instas of them celebrating. I think yeah, that's probably going to be. But that wouldn't be surprised that maybe that's on the um, the Grand Slam show. Paul Marco stumped. He came into the ring, got punched, fell out the ring, and then didn't get to do the big. Pose at the end, there wouldn't be any photos. Like, it will never be remembered in this great moment ever. <laughs> oh, poor Marco. Yeah, so um, do we think it's going to be so super elite against these five, four guys going forward? I suspect it will probably be at, um, at the Grand Slam show. Um, oh. And then I think that's what they'll probably end up doing. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. And they eight ten or ten man tag. Oh, that like that. Yeah. Trying to think what teams. If you don't have Kenny in it, you could do a couple of us: Cole and Young Bucks versus the Jurassic Express, Chris Gideon and Daniel Bryan. Do you want Daniel Bryan's first match to be in the big multi man match? It won't be his first match, yeah. will it? Because that that yeah. big multi man match will be a way off. Yeah. But anyway, love the dish chair. I've only watched it twice. I watched it twice yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been listening to it. Dedication, that. Me and Joel watched it in the morning, and then we watched my my tag team match. We watched it with Isaac <laughs> when he got home from school. So. 
Yeah, you need to show him that. I was going to say, you need to show him the psych match. Maybe. I might do in the near future. That's like his favourite teams as well. Well, he has Uncle Lance's permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he, can't, he, he can't wait for, in, I think in two weeks, is it on the 18th, he's, he'll have money to go get a race in its figure and then he could do the, the match himself. So he's so um, Can you see it a cage? <laughs> he's, he's made a cage out of a cardboard box. Oh, that's, that's quality. I did it out of a um, out of a dog. We had a rabbit cage, you know, like a little pen. Mm-hmm. I made a helmet cell out of a, a pen. Wow. <laughs> I was buzzing. I tied it together with, um, you know, like little plastic ties, what they call twist ties. Tied it together like that. Mm-hmm. Put my ring oh, on. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. And I used to do the whole, like, you know, when you lift it up, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> did that as well. I was buzzing. <laughs> Oh, Nick, your final thoughts on the show, and then we'll, we'll leave well, for the day. I personally think it's certainly my favourite AEW pay per view since they've started. I know the competition there is incredible. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's sort of in a war of their own, really, of all the shows. But I'd even go back as far to say it's up there, comparing it almost to WrestleMania 17, of terms of how you've kept a, a stacked sort of show. In interest in the whole way through, which I think takes just an incredible amount of work to do. Um, obviously, you can name other shows since then that have always been great because of like one or two matches. But to actually keep a to have every match have a match of the night almost contender, I think is a bar one or two. I think is just so impressive. So yeah, certainly my favorite AEW yeah. show. Would hundred percent go back and watch it. And yeah, I'm just excited but, for the future. Yes, and the full it's gear is on a Saturday. So excited. Future. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> so we'll be back next week with Chris's 40th birthday quiz. I'm not Yay. sure what format is yet, but we are doing do a quiz. We haven't done one for ages. So, and hopefully we'll be back into our usual routine of quiz every week. Now we're out of the summer. Chris is joining 40 soon. Do you want to flog your t-shirts before we go? Oh, of course. You can get your beautiful Lancia Vera Playboy uh, Playboy Pleasure t-shirts at lanciavera12.bigcartel.com. Also, if you're coming to Russell Island on the 19th of September, that is this month, you can buy your Lancia Vera t-shirts from me direct there. I I will sweat on it if you like. I will take pictures with your girlfriend. Probably not you because you're a dirty sweaty mark but your girlfriend I'll take a picture <laughs> of her I will sign things for you I'll sign your forehead if you like <laughs> cool <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Wrestle Island it's going to be so fun you can't wait for I'm going to forehead that's what it is I'm going to TNT the week after as well I've told Jay after don't ask me another one again for the rest of the year because I can't afford with Christmas and Rachel's force you've come up I can't afford to keep doing wrestling shows so I think that this will be the last ones for a while I think. You've, got to, you've got to tell them that you want to see Lance Rivera at your TNT shows and then then, then you'll then you'll come back that's what you said there's, there's, there's one space left in the level up tournaments can touch them <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry I've got a terrible cough <coughs> I want to be in it right. <laughs> Alright, so if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, it's BBG Wrestling, and our website is also BBGWrestling.com. Good night. So excited. This was such a great fun review. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thanks,
extreme rules, please be half as good. So, <laughs> um, not to add a negative spin, but I wouldn't bank on it. Well, they had a, WWE had an emergency meeting following all else, apparently. I don't they know. did, apparently. So, hopefully. And apparently Raw was crap, so it sounds like the meeting went brilliant. 